this thing on? <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord tonight. Amen. Um, Wednesday night, Bible study. Praise God. Have an opportunity to come back and to share the Word of God, speak about the Word of God. Learn and be blessed by the Word of God. Amen. Amen. Pray that you're well tonight. Pray that God is blessing you and your family, keeping you. Everybody's healthy and safe and um, also clothed in your right mind. Praise God. Because, you know, this is a challenging time um, physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. And so praying total blessing. Amen. Amen. Over you, your family and everyone that you care about. Praise God for that. Amen. And um, um, we're doing well here. Amen. Here in New Jersey, um, looking outside now, it's cloudy. It's probably what, like 15 degrees below zero? <laughs> Might as well be. Amen. I mean, it's like we're almost here at May and it seems like we can't crack 60 degrees, um, at least for not for any stretch of time we might get a nice day here and there and then next thing you know uh, it's cold um, still got sweaters in my drawer amen because um, never know when we might need it but um, but we praise God that um, we have the Word of God tonight um, uh, what we like to do tonight is to um, finish off and you know continue and finish off uh, where we left off two Sundays ago when we were talking about guard your heart. Um, if you recall at that time we were coming out of John chapter 6 um, and we talked about the disciples who got offended at Jesus's hard saying. They said it was a hard saying where he said you have to drink my blood and eat my flesh otherwise you won't be saved and they got offended and they stopped walking with Jesus. And we later saw that um, uh, Judas Iscariot also got offended um, when the woman with the alabaster box anointed Jesus's body and disciples complained about it, saying it was such a waste that, uh, that the precious ointment could have been sold for much and given to the poor, the proceeds given to the poor. And Jesus pointedly rebuked the disciples, and especially Judas, who uh, John tells us was the ringleader in his account of it. And uh, Judas then went out and betrayed Jesus. Why? Because he got offended, right? Mm -hmm. His heart wasn't guarded. And so we talked about how if your heart is not guarded that from offense, that when offense enters in, it becomes impossible to walk with the Lord, right? Offended people don't walk with Jesus, right. amen? They don't mm -hmm. follow him, they don't follow his teaching, um, and in fact, as Judas did, they betray him in one way or another, right? Uh, betray those teachings and, and his characteristics and his way. And so we talked about that it's, it's something that we need to avoid. Uh, we have to guard our heart against offenses. And we want to continue with that tonight. And we had left off by talking about how offenses actually cause division. Mm -hmm. That taking offense causes division. And we're going to uh, touch on a couple of scriptures that we touched upon the last time and then get into what we have 
on tonight. But let's pray first. Praise God. Um, before we get into the word. Father, we bless your name. Glory yes, to God. God. And we thank you for just another opportunity to study your word, to read your word, to receive your word and be blessed by it. Yes. Father, we pray that you'll have your way tonight, that you will speak words of life to us that will penetrate our hearts, that Father God, that will renew our minds yes, and that will uh, help us and cause us to walk by faith, not yes, by Father. sight. Father, we yield and submit to you now. We ask you to have your way. We decrease, God. May you increase in us. And Father, we give you praise and glory for doing all of it and more. Glory to God. We bless you. We praise you. And we give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise God. So, um, again, talking about guarding our heart. And, you know, this is something that's always important for us to do, to guard our hearts. Um, you know, Proverbs says that we ought to guard our heart with all diligence, for out of it flow the issues of life. Yeah. And so we have to be mindful of that. And even though we know this is important, how many times do we not follow the instruction? Mm -hmm. And that we're very careless of what we allow in. You know, there are some people who are more mindful of the gas that they put in their car than the things they allow in their heart. Mm -hmm. You know, they're more mindful of the food that they put in their body. There's some people who are really health conscious, but really don't give much thought to what they allow in their heart, what they allow their eyes to see, what they allow their ears to see. And we really need to understand that, that the things we allow in to us, mm -hmm. they have an effect on us. And, and so we have to be mindful of what we uh, allow in and so we want to keep offense out is that is that easy to do no it's not mm -mm. and see here's the thing there's not one person walking around I don't care how long you've been saved there's not one person walking around who has not gotten offended um, and really quite frankly a lot of us we get offended far too often we get we get offended mm -hmm. our feelings get hurt um you know we get resentful um because something doesn't go our way uh it's it's something that pops up so much we really have to be on guard against it why because it is so destructive and we just started looking at some of it right of how it keeps people from walking with the lord um, that right there is bad enough, amen. Anything that separates us from Jesus, we know we got to keep that thing out of our life, amen. And getting offended does that. And by the way, I'd like to say this um, I have um, an outline here or notes um, um, that we can put online, babe. Yes, and we can put it online if for anybody who wants it, amen. You can just, you know. Let us know in the comments or send an email or whatever, and we'll get it out to them, right? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Just so it can be helpful to you, amen. It's, it's not required, amen, but if you want it, um, we certainly will share that with you. But um, So let's, let's continue with this about guarding our heart and making sure we don't take offense. Uh, the last time out, we were talking about uh, how taking offense causes division. Right. Proverbs says that the discretion of a man defers his anger and it is to his glory to pass over a transgression. Mm 
right? When we when we uh, pass over a transgression, that's to our credit, right? That you know we don't allow things to to get into get get in the way, but but we have to understand that when we do get offended. It just causes division among people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It breaks up friendships. It breaks up relationships. It destroys churches. It destroys uh, workplaces. It destroys families. It can destroy cities and countries. Mm -hmm. You know, when we start getting at odds with one another. The writer of Hebrews said this, and this is where we want to pick up. In Hebrews 12 and 15, it says, Look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, mm. corrupting many. And see, when we get offense, offended, it's a poisonous root of bitterness, yes. right? And it's something that, quite frankly, think about it. If, if something on the inside of me, you know, it's this bitterness. If it's a poisonous root, but I'm bitter toward you, mm. who's hurt by that? If the poison is inside me, I'm the one who's being hurt by that more than you are. Yes. And so that's the thing we have to understand. Many times we're holding something against someone and we think we're mad at someone and somehow that's getting back at them. It's really coming at the expense of yourself. That's not a good thing, right? It's actually more harmful for us. And so we want to make sure that we avoid that poisonous root of bitterness. Um, so let's look at look at this a little bit more in Matthew chapter twelve. Matthew twelve, and we're going to look at verse number twenty-two, beginning there and then reading down to verse twenty-five. It says there that then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb or mute, and he healed him insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. And all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow does not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the mm -hmm. prince of the devils. Mm -hmm. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand and so here you can you know when the pharisees try to convince the crowd that jesus is casting out evil spirits because he's possessed by beelzebub mm -hmm. the chief uh of the or the prince of the devils jesus said that doesn't make any sense mm -hmm. right because if beelzebub is now casting out his own demons then that's, a, that's, that's division. That doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. um, and he says here that every kingdom that's divided against itself can't stand. And in and, and every house. And that's not Abraham Lincoln, that's Jesus. And, and right. Jesus said that before Abraham, right. Abraham Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Now, in verse 25 in the New Living Translation, it's, it says it this way. It says, any kingdom divided by civil war is doomed. A town or family splintered by feuding will fall apart. And let's just focus on that last part. A family splintered by feuding will fall apart. Hmm. 
we have our own human experiences to let us know that's true. Yeah. How many families have fallen apart mm. because of feuding? How many families have fallen apart because someone got offended and someone got bitter, someone got resentful, and then next thing you know, this one's not talking to that one, and then factions are being formed, and words are being said, and feelings yeah. are being hurt, and, and now families that should be together are broken apart, yeah. right? Because somewhere along the line, some, if you trace it back, somebody got offended at something. And when that root was allowed to enter in, it caused division. So division causes families to break apart, it causes marriages to break apart, and all kinds of relationships to break apart. And this is why Satan constantly tries to cause mm -hmm. division. Remember, again, we go back to Judas, when the disciples see the woman with the alabaster box pouring the oil, and Judas is leading them and complaining about this being such a waste, and Jesus, and Jesus said, leave the woman alone. Mm -hmm. It was a sharp rebuke. And because we learned from the Gospel of John that Judas was the ringleader, Judas took that to heart the most. Right. And Luke tells us that right before Judas betrayed Jesus, mm -hmm. that Satan entered his heart. And so when we put it all together, we see something. The woman with the alabaster box the complaints of the disciples led by Judas, mm -hmm. the rebuke of the disciples and Judas in particular by Jesus, Satan entering into Judas's heart, Judas now running to the Pharisees to betray Jesus. Oh, yeah. But where did it start? It started with him being offended, right? Mm -hmm. Don't talk to me like that. You ever got that? I mean, if we can be honest here tonight, right? Because no one has a halo over their head. If, if we can be honest here tonight, everybody's got offended. You don't yeah. talk to me like that. Why didn't you talk to me? Right? I don't like the way you talk to me. You didn't talk to me. Why'd you treat me like that? Why did you ignore me? You know what I mean? We have all these reasons why we get offended and we get upset. And nothing good ever comes from it. And again, it's something that happens to all of us. We all have it in common. It's something that pops up so much, in fact, too much, but it's something that's so dangerous mm -hmm. because it's so destructive. And that's why Satan spends so much time trying to use bitterness and anger and resentment because he, not, he understands something. If I can get that to infiltrate your heart, I got you because now I'm going to break apart what should be together. I'm going to break apart marriages. I'm going to break apart families. I'm going to break apart churches. I'm going to break apart people who should be working together. And all I have to do is get somebody mm -hmm. to take offense at something that someone That's else true. said. The That's devil true. is a liar. Amen. We got to put an end to it. Amen. So division causes families and, and, and relationships to to break apart and and see satan wants to cause division but what does god want god wants us to be together praise mm -hmm. god right you know behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity amen yeah. is god wants us to be together he says a husband and wife should be what one mm -hmm. he talks about how families are to live with one another mm -hmm. and how we're supposed to live with our neighbors and with other people 
It's all about living together, operating together. Yes. That's what God wants, mm -hmm. right? God looked at Adam in, in, in the Garden of Eden and said, it's not good for man to be alone, to be set apart by himself, or uh, uh, for a woman to be set apart by herself. But what does Satan do, right? He wants to cause offense. And what t many times, what does the offended person do? Run off to be by himself. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right? Separate themselves from the group. See that it 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 caught it, it it operates in 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 the exact way that God doesn't want things to operate, mm -hmm. Amen. Uh, and so we have to be on guard for it. So, the the again going back to the writer of Hebrews, in Hebrews chapter uh, twelve fifteen, he he tells us to watch out, right? To watch out for for the bitterness taking hold of us. In other words, we have to be on guard for it. And when it tries to pop up, we go, oh, no, you don't. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. let, let's take a time out right here. Easier said than done. Much. <laughs> Understood. So I'm not sitting here and, and sharing this as if, hey, just go ahead and do it. You know, because quite frankly, I hate that kind of preaching. Amen. When, you know, we're talking about real life and real emotions and real passion yes, and real struggles yes, and yes. someone comes and goes oh just do this as if it's easy life is not in a laboratory right? right it's not clinical it's real and you know sometimes it's hard so um, I'm not coming at it that way of saying oh just do it we have to watch out for it but it is so hard that's yes. why we need the help of the Holy Ghost to, yes. to, to do this um, we need the Word of God to guide us in this, um, and we need each other, yes. right, to encourage each other to walk in this, right? Not from a position of trying to tell somebody what to do, but from mm -hmm. one of understanding that this struggle can't be won alone, right? Okay. We have to support each other in this, and so it comes as a way of encouragement. And so the writer of Hebrews says that we should watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness um, uh, comes into us and troubles us. Notice what it says, it will come in, it will trouble and to corrupt many. Because bitterness, right, this, this root of bitterness uh, that comes from an offense, it, it, it poisons our soul. Mm -hmm. Remember what we said about our soul. Our soul is the deciding factor, right? That we prosper even as our soul, soul prospers. prospers. And so if our soul is not prospering because bitterness has entered in, then we don't prosper. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Then we don't prevail. Or we don't succeed because our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions, glory to God, have, have been poisoned. Now think about that. Your soul is your mind. That's how you think. Your will, that's what you decide to do. And your emotions, that's how you feel. So imagine now if how you think, what you decide to do, and how you feel are poisoned. There's no way we can prosper. Amen. And, and that's what the devil is trying to do. He's trying to poison our soul and he uses bitterness and resentment to do it. So we don't allow it in. Now, also understand what the writer of Hebrews talks about when he says bitterness. He talks about it as being a root of bitterness. Something that has gone deep inside of us, right? 
um, it, it's, it's taking up residence in us and it's really planted in us and it's being established in us and it's a root of bitterness and God says if you're going to be rooted in anything that mm -hmm. we should be what rooted and grounded in what right. in love mm -hmm. amen mm -hmm. <laughs> the word too baby that, that, that's good too because the word is love amen because the word is God and God is love so it all comes back but but Ephesians 3 and 17 says we should be rooted and grounded in love, in love. and and we're going to see that in the end that's what this is all about that the, the, the more we walk in love with one another, glory be to God, the less we'll be offended and resentful mm -hmm. of one another. Amen. It comes back to that. But, you know, it's one thing to say to somebody, oh, walk in love. And we start thinking it's an emotion. But love, when it, when it comes to how God is telling us about love, it's really a decision. You know what I mean? God so loved the world he gave. So it's not, it wasn't an emotion. It, it's his characteristic that leads to him making certain decisions based mm -hmm. on that characteristic. You know, it's something that's in us that leads to some decision making. It's not yes. how I feel. Because see, love will compel me to do something I don't feel like doing. Amen. Amen. So it's not a feeling thing. It, it, it's, it's a godly characteristic that should have brought in our heart that now causes us to walk in godly in godly ways and god said we should be rooted and grounded in love not rooted in bitterness rooted and grounded in love now i want to share something with you and i was hope i was trying to find the author of this particular um article but i, I couldn't i mean i was trying to identify i wanted to give the person credit uh, but it was a Christian writer who uh, was talking about the danger of being offended and resentful. And I just want to read some things and discuss some things with you tonight for, for us to understand and get an appreciation of how much we have to be on guard against this and say, you know what, I gotta, if, if this is an issue for you, if issue, you say, I got to get better at this. Mm -hmm. I got to get better. Why? Because so much is riding on it, your relationships and your success riding on it amen but one christian writer said this it says when you are offended or disappointed by others and allow the hurt to germinate in your heart bitterness and resentment will take root mm -hmm. and, and and i love the phrasing of that allow the hurt to germinate in your heart in other words germinate means it gets planted and then it's allowed to grow mm -hmm. And how many of us have done that? You know, we get hurt by someone, we get hurt by life, we get hurt by disappointments, and we allow it to enter our heart and germinate. And how does yes. it germinate? Mm -hmm. We think about it, we meditate on it, mm -hmm. right? And next thing you know, it starts to grow on the inside of us and become something that we can't shake. And it says when that happens, bitterness and resentment will take root. So one of the things we have to understand is that we have to deal with offenses because they're going to come. Right. People are going to say some hurtful things, either purposely or not. Uh, disappointments are going to come into our life because no one's immune from that. How do we respond to it? And if we're not careful and if we get hurt by it and everything else, bitterness and resentment can come and it takes root. Let's go on. It says, characterized by an unforgiving spirit and generally negative critical attitudes, bitterness and resentment are sinful and self-defeating. Mm -hmm. This goes back to what we were saying earlier. When I'm angry with you, 
and I'm bitter toward you, it's self-defeating. It's hurting me because it's mm-hmm. a poisonous root on the inside of me. I'm getting hurt more by the thing I'm holding on to than you are. You know, there are so many people that would be a surprise that they've been mad at other people for a long time. I don't talk to her anymore. And they don't know that that other person is just fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you're mad at them and they're just going about their (laughs) business. And you know what's really something? And if you ever see them just unaffected by you, that makes you even more angry. (laughs) Because you want them to feel your... Can we be real? You want them to feel how mad you are at them. And when they go about their life just totally unaffected by it yeah you're the only one that's hurt amen we we have to let this stuff go and so it's ultimately self-defeating bitterness and resentment let's continue it says it will color your conscious and unconscious thoughts and actions Mm. think about that not only what you consciously think of and and do but what you subconsciously think of and do Mm. that that's why because it's rooted it becomes a part of you and now yeah. it starts operating in you. It's sort of like breathing. You don't have to consciously breathe, right. do you? Nope. Right? Now sometimes you do, but a lot of times you don't. Right? Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's just something that's going on on the inside of you. When bitterness gets on in the inside of you, consciously and unconsciously, it colors the way we think, the way we process life. Yeah. Allowed to fester, bitterness and resentment will destroy and kill. And then the writer says this, however, they can be dispelled with love. And we're going to come back to that. But let's continue. It says, like depression and other emotional stress, bitterness and resentment can aggravate or cause physical problems. Mm -hmm. This is one of the things that so many people are unaware of. They have physical issues. They have pains in their body and you know they go to the doctor and they're going to a medical doctor who's saying you know it's this it's that sometimes doctors run tests and say i don't know what's causing it because it's not from a physical cause Mm -hmm. it's coming from a spiritual thing right and we're going to see this in a minute of that bitterness and resentment can have adverse physical consequences for us it can affect our heart it can affect our breathing it can affect our joints it can affect you know people have headaches and they know i got migraines on and they think it's for something else it's because of the stress and the aggravation and the frustration and the anger and all these things that are pent up on the inside and now they're having physical manifestations Glory to God. Again, we're we're exposing the devil tonight, amen, and we're exposing what he's doing because he understands all I have to do is get you to be offended. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I I I can mess up your relationships. I can mess up your sleep. I can mess up your body. I can mess up your mind. I can destroy your health. Mm -hmm. All I got to do is get you to be mad at somebody and to hold on to it. Amen. We're letting stuff go tonight, Mm -hmm. amen. Um, So we can be affected physically, we can be affected, and continue reading on, you can be affected mentally, spiritually, and otherwise. And then the writer says this, I was about to say she, because somehow I'm thinking a woman wrote this, I don't know why, I'm not being, but it just feels, it feels more... 
compassionate than most men, <laughs> right? But I could be wrong. But anyway, it says your relationships will always suffer. Wow. Right? Bitterness gets in. Relationships always, not sometimes, always suffer. You, I can't be bitter at other people in my life and think that relationship is intact and it's good and it's strong and it's vibrant. No, it will it will suffer. But God can free us. Um, and finally it says that bitterness and resentment um, are oppressive and destructive emotions having its root in hate, which is, in the Bible is likened to murder. Mm-hmm. No one can have peace and happiness with such emotions tearing at him. Wow. This is why it's so vital we guard our heart against the resentment, right? Look at what happened to Judas. He couldn't walk anymore with Jesus after he got offended. Satan entered his heart. He went and betrayed Jesus. And then what happened to him later on? He was racked with guilt. Mm-hmm. He goes back to the chief priest and he says, take your money back. They said, don't give it to us. That's blood money, right? He throws it on the floor. Right? And then he goes out and he immediately hung himself. Why? Yeah. Because he was so racked yeah. with mental anguish. Uh, physically, I'm sure he was suffering. Right, He couldn't even live with himself uh, because of what he did. But where did it start? It started with him getting offended at yeah. something Jesus said to him. Wow. That's where it started. And, you know... I think if we can just take a step back and and think about our own lives, you know, arguments that we've gotten into with spouses and with friends and with family, it usually started with something, somebody's feelings getting hurt or whatever. But have you ever sometimes just saw like a little thing just lead to a big thing and and it just caused all kinds of a blow up? That's, That's exactly Satan's game plan. It's almost like he understands that bitterness and resentment and, and taking offense is like a powder cake. And all he's trying to do is to light it. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. He just wants to strike a match and light it because he knows if I can get it lit, exactly. it's going to explode. Exactly. And when it explodes, it's going to cause destruction. Now, Proverbs 14 and 30, it says that a sound heart is life to the body a sound heart is life to the body but envy is rottenness to the bones Mm. so you see what you know so when we're envious when we're angry when we're frustrated when we're resentful it says it's rottenness to the bones Mm. It's, it's like a disease on the inside of us we're being decayed and corrupted from the inside out Mm. that's why it's harmful to us to hold on to these things The Amplified Version says, A calm and undisturbed mind and heart are the life and health of the body. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. Hear that. A calm and undisturbed mind and heart are life and health to the body. Mm -hmm. But envy, jealousy, and wrath are like rottenness of the bones. Mm -hmm. So this is not something that simply is about how we may feel mentally or emotionally. Again, as the writer was saying that we were just uh, looking at, it can actually cause us to have some physical manifestations that are harmful to us. Amen. 
Amen. Now, um, if we go to James chapter 3, James chapter 3, the devil's not getting us anymore, amen, amen. Um, because we can't afford it, we cannot afford to keep hanging, and here's the thing, let's stop right here, we're going to James chapter 3, glory to God, I just... If, if any one of us here tonight have, you know, we know we're all going through this pandemic together, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, uh, some states are easing lockdown, some are still in lockdown or whatever, but we're all in this together. But here's the thing. If any one of us has entered into this pandemic, glory to God, angry with someone, with unforgiveness in our heart towards someone, resentful towards someone, carrying around this emotional baggage. When we come out, you can't bring it with you. <laughs> right. Amen. You, you can't bring it with you. Because here's the thing. A lot of people talk about the pandemic and whether God's doing this, God's doing that, or one thing or the other. Listen, I don't know what God is doing because he didn't tell me. Amen. <laughs> but I, I will say this, and, and, and that is, one thing that that this time is teaching us is that we have to change yeah right that that change is necessary because this is not going back to your old life no it, it change is necessary yeah. right we we've gotten into this thing and things that we held dear prior to march whatever you know whenever your state shut down and things start to shut prior to that we held certain things dear and you now understand a lot of those things have changed. Jobs have changed. Businesses have changed. Yeah. Financial situations have changed. People's health have changed. This is a this is a time where we need to change. And if you're healthy and strong and God is keeping you through this, that's not because he doesn't want your situation or you to change. Right. right. And if and if any of us have come into this with some anger, hostility, bitterness in our heart. That needs to change. Amen. Amen. And that as Amen. we come out on the other side of this, there needs to be a new you coming out on that Amen. other side. Free of offense, free of bitterness, free of wrath, and all of those things so that you don't become ensnared. Glory to God. You don't become ensnared by the devil. Amen. And that you can live the life. That, that that freedom. Amen. Freedom of God's grace. You can freely live that life. Uh, according to the will of God. Amen. Um, so we got to change. But now let's look at James chapter 3, verse um, 14. But if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descends not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. Mm -hmm. Again, see, see, the enemy of our soul wants us to have, as James talks about in verse 14 of chapter 3, bitter envying and mm -hmm. strife. He's trying to sow seeds of bitterness, right? Uh, envy is when we feel discontented, when we feel disappointed, when we feel resentful towards somebody else because of what they have what they 
the qualities they possess, the things that they have that we don't have, that yeah. kind of thing. We can get envious. And then strife. Strife is angry disagreement with someone. So, so here, if we're envious or we have angry disagreement with someone, mm -hmm. the Bible says that, that that angry disagreement and that envying causes confusion and every evil yes. work. Mm -hmm. That's why, again, he wants husband coming home saying, how come you didn't make dinner? What do you mean, how come I didn't make dinner? I've been dealing with these kids all day. <laughs> right? And that's, you know, they're arguing. Right? And, you know, how many arguments have been over dinner? How many arguments have been over not putting the toothpaste cap on top of the toothpaste? How many arguments have been over somebody not knowing how to scroll with the remote to check on what's TV? <laughs> I mean, we argue over silly things. And they lead to these big things because he, the yeah. devil knows if I can take one of these little things <laughs> yeah, and cause an argument, I can cause division mm -hmm. and that house can't prevail. It will break up. It will splinter. It will collapse. Mm -hmm. That's what he's looking for. And you know what? We, if we're honest, we got to say, man, I have fallen for that trick too many times. Yes. Amen. What does the Bible say? We're not ignorant of, of Satan's devices. Amen. Uh, but sometimes we act as if we are because mm -hmm. we fall for it time and time again. But we can say with confidence tonight, not anymore. Amen. Yes. Glory to God. Yes. Not anymore. Amen. Um, so now this word uh, confusion that is in verse 16 of James chapter 3 for where envying and strife is there is confusion that Greek word and I can't pronounce the Greek word so I'm not going to try and can I that's make a, a suggestion to those of you who teach and, and, and preach and say, you know some of the those Old Testament names and all the rest of that, they're hard to pronounce if you can't pronounce them, that's okay. People see it and you just go, him. Right. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to pronounce the Greek word, but I do know that there's a Greek word here for confusion. <laughs> I can't pronounce it, so I'm not going to try. Amen? Okay. Because it's not important. What's important is, is that that Greek word uh, is used originally to describe thorn bush bushes or prickly plants. Mm. Thorn bushes or prickly plants like a cactus or something and the idea is is that confusion is like being trapped in a thorn bush or a prickly mm. plant amen a cactus what does that mean it's painful y'all <laughs> it hurts mm -hmm. amen to allow strife and bitterness and envy to come in it hurts mm -hmm. right how many of us can testify to that it hurts yeah. so it's, confusion is not just some mental oh i don't know what's going on it's painful. Mm -hmm. Strife ultimately leads not just to the division, but also to pain in our lives. Oh, yeah. Amen. And it's something we need to avoid. So what should we do? Well, Paul told the church at Ephesus in Ephesians chapter 4, 31 and 32. He says this, get rid of all bitterness. Mm -hmm. Amen. Not some of it. Don't hold on to a little bit. Get rid of what? All bitterness right get rid of all bitterness rage and anger brawling and slander along with every form of malice mm -hmm. 
right? This is Ephesians 4.31. Get rid of all bitterness. Mm -hmm. Don't allow any of it to be a part of you, right? Guard your heart. And if you feel that you're bitter and angry towards someone, then ask the Lord, Lord, take this from me. Repent of it. Yeah. Ask God to take it from you. Amen. Because mm -hmm. you can't afford to hold any of it in your heart. Because if you do, it will take root in your spirit. Right? And it will cause all kinds of pain and heartache. So get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ just as in Christ, God forgave you. So we want to not hold things against one another, but mm -hmm. we want to forgive one another, right? We want to walk in love with one another. Proverbs 10 and 12 says that hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sins, right? So we don't want to walk in that strife that's going to cause a division, but it's easy to say, don't do it, don't do it. Well, no, it's not just don't do it. What mm -hmm. should we do? And, and God has a remedy that right. we walk in love, that we walk in forgiveness, and we walk with compassion and forbearance with one another. No, Jesus said that this is how all men will know that we are his disciples if we have love one to another. Yep. Amen. And so, you know, showing ourselves to be a disciple of Christ, taught of the Lord, and obedient unto his will is not uh, demonstrated because we go to church or we carry around a Bible or we have a Christian blog on, on, on social media uh, or we have bumper stickers or anything like that. It's how we treat one another. And if we have love toward one another, then Jesus said, that's how we demonstrate that yes. we belong to him. Mm -hmm. Amen. Not by fighting with one another or being angry, you know, and all that kind of thing. I mean, search your heart even right now and, and ask yourself honestly, is this between you and God? Is anybody you're mad at right now? Anybody you're holding something that's against right, right now? Yes. Anybody in your life who's a loved one, a friend or, or whatever that you're not talking to right now? Yes. Understand that that's that's an opportunity for a root of bitterness to grow on the inside of you and cause all kind of harm and pain and division. Amen. Amen. And in the end, it destroys. Amen. You can't Amen. afford to hold on to it. It's time to change. This is a season right now for change. And one of the things that has to change is, if it's in us, let's get it out. Amen? Amen. If it's in us, let's get it out. Second Timothy 2 and 24 says, The servant of the Lord must not strive, must not quarrel, but be gentle unto all men. Amen. Apt to teach and patient. Right? Quarreling and, and fighting, that's not a characteristic of a servant of the Lord. Amen. Amen. It's just not. You know, getting fat and getting mad, being quick-tempered, amen? Remember, be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Now, the Bible says that wrath rests in the bosom of fools. I didn't say that. The Word of God says yes. that, amen? Wrath rests in the bosom of fools. So being quick to get mad or angry or showing somebody you're mad or angry, it's not, it's, it's not very flattering toward us who, who's, who's <laughs> yes. doing that, amen? So what should we do? We're going to end here, amen, but we should walk in love. And, 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 and you know, I just want to read 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 8. Um, it's in the Amplified Version. Let's read the Amplified Version. 1 Corinthians 13. It's the love chapter, amen. 
4 to 8. And reading from the Amplified, it says that love endures long and is patient and kind. Praise God. Yeah. Love never is envious, nor boils over, boils over, glory to God, with jealousy. It's not boastful or vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily. It is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. It is not rude, unmannerly, and does not act unbecomingly. Yes. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way. Uh-oh. Amen. And see, so many people, you know, they just know that they're walking in the love of God. I got the love of Jesus. I got the love of Jesus. I got the love of Jesus in my heart. You do, huh? Well, why are you always insisting on your own way? Wow. We want to go to the restaurant. You're the only one who want to go eat Mexican. Everybody else wants to go eat Red Lobster. You mad for the rest of the night. Why? Because you didn't get your way. That's not love. Amen. Amen. That's not love. <laughs> Satan, I put you out. Amen. Y'all don't know that song. Um, so love does not insist on its own rights or its own way. Uh, for it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, babe, you remember <laughs> Brandy one time said we told her about something and she said, I can't help I'm, if I'm sensitive. Brandy know I love her. Brandy know I love her. She probably laughing if she see that. But how many of us say that? I can't help if I'm sensitive. <laughs> right? Well, yeah, you can because love is not touchy or fretful or resentful. Amen. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. In other words, mm -hmm. you know, I've done it, you've done it, we've done it. You get into an argument with somebody about something that happened today. Mm -hmm. Understand, you get into an argument with somebody over something that happened today. And in the midst of talking about something that happened today, you bring up something that happened in 1979. Oh, <laughs> you talk about something they did way back then. How did you have that as such recall? Because you paid attention to the suffered wrong. Amen. You kept it on account. And see, love, it says here, takes no account of the evil done to it. Right? You're not writing it down on paper or on the tablet of your heart. Amen. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. It does not rejoice at injustice and, unri and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevails. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes. Glory to God. Is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Yes. That person didn't show up. You don't think that they're deliberately late. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You think the best of them, right? Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances and it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades out or becomes obsolete or Amen. comes Amen. to an end. Amen. That's what we need, right? Amen. Because if we have the, if we truly, as the song says, have the love of Jesus in our heart, no room, no room for bitterness 
resentment, anger, or offense. Amen. Amen. And so the antidote to, to taking offense is not to say, because this, this is a recipe for failure, it's not to say, I'm not going to take offense anymore. I'm not going to get angry. That's only going to work for a little while. Mm -hmm. Amen. If it works at all. But the enduring victory comes in walking with, in love with one another. Amen. And it's, and it's something that we have already because the love of God has been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost who's been given unto us. Amen. So we Amen. have the love already. You don't have to go get it. Right. If you're a child of God, you have the love of God in your heart. We now have to make the choice to allow that love Amen. to prevail. Amen. To allow the love of God that's in us to prevail. Yes. Amen. It's time out, y'all, for us to, you know, to lose out on the abundant life. And that abundant life includes the people in our lives. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's time out for us losing out on that because mm -hmm. we're taking offense at things. Amen. Mm -hmm. It's over. The devil mm -hmm. is a liar. It's over. He's been exposed. Not only are we not ignorant of his devices, we're not falling for him Amen. anymore. Amen. Amen. Anybody agree with me on that one? Amen. Amen. We're not Amen. falling for it anymore. So here's the thing. Listen, if, if there's things you need to patch uh, some things up with some people, amen, pray to God for the help to do it. Mm -hmm. But it's so important that you do. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, as, as we're in this midst of a shutdown, don't, don't allow whatever grudges and, and, and disputes that have been on this side of the shutdown to carry over to the other side. Amen. Amen. Remember we were talking about uh, when the children of Israel uh, passed over Jordan, mm -hmm. right? The rocks were in the middle of the Jordan and mm -hmm. it said that, you know, they passed clean. Yes. See, clean. see, you can't go into, you got to pass clean. Amen. Amen. And so as we come, if we go, you know, yeah, you enter this pandemic with, with certain baggage and all the rest of that, but when you pass through, you got to pass through clean. Amen. Amen. And Amen. you got to leave all that other stuff on the other side of Jordan. Amen. Amen. You got to leave it on the other side. Jordan. So we praise God. Let's pray tonight. Amen. Um, we got the victory. Amen. That's another song you don't know. I got the victory. Hallelujah. Sister Pinnell, you want to sing that song? No. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> add Helen and her family in Guatemala, please. Say again? Can you add Helen and her family in Guatemala? What do you mean? Just say a prayer for them. She just asked. Oh, sure. Praise God. Amen. Let's pray tonight. Amen. God, God is good. Praise the Lord. Father, we bless you tonight. We thank you, Lord, for the word that you've spoken yes, into God. our hearts. We thank you, God, that, that you want the best for us, O oh yes, God. Father. And Father God, you created us, O oh God. The word of God says it is you who has made us and not we ourselves. Yes, and so, God, it is you that we look to, O oh God, for that which is best for our lives and father god we've heard your voice tonight yes, to say Lord. that we Thank have you, to let go of the bitterness the envy the the jealousy oh god the resentfulness and all those things that cause division yes, jesus god. said that Thank a house you, divided against itself a family that's splintered by feuding oh god that we cannot stand that yes, we cannot father. prevail you, and so father we just ask you right now first oh god to forgive us of all those times we've taken a 
offense, all those yeah, times absolutely. we've allowed Thank bitterness Jesus. to take up root in us, all those times that we have responded with anger and wrath and malice. And Father, we just ask, oh God, as we repent and turn from these ways, that God, that you will help us, oh God, yes, God. to walk in the ways of God, to walk in the light of your love. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that the love of God has been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost that's yes, been given unto God. us. Yes, now, God, God help us to walk in this love yes. day in and day out, oh God, that we may show all men that we are the disciples of Christ. And Father, we just bless you right now. We believe we have heavenly help, oh God, yes, right Father. now to turn from all those wicked ways and to walk in the ways of righteousness. And Father, we believe that as we do, as we guard our hearts, that Father, that we shall live a life of victory, we shall live yes, a life of God. peace, Thank we you, shall Jesus. live a life of joy, we shall live a life of triumph, glory, and honor unto the God of our salvation. So Father, we bless you for it in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Father, I pray right now for everyone under the sound of my voice, and, and yes, in particular, Father. God, we ask you to Look upon Helen and her family in Guatemala. God, yes, you know the situation Jesus. and the circumstance. Father, we just pray for a demonstration of your goodness. Yes, Father, we God. pray now Thank that you Jesus. will show Helen and her family your glory. Yes, show God. them Thank your you, glory, O oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. Reveal your goodness unto them in precisely the ways they need it, O oh God. Yes, Father God, be their strength, you, be their rock, be their refuge, be their shield, be their hiding place. Yes. Father, we thank you, God, that you are their healer, you are their glory, you are yes. the lifter up of their heads. And Father, we're just praying your blessings and your favor to be upon them in abundance yes, in Father, the name of Jesus. Jesus. Father, look upon those who are sick tonight, those who are a little weak in their bodies, yes, oh God, Lord, those who are discouraged in their spirit. Yes, heal all thank those, you, oh God, who need a healing you. touch. Encourage those who need encouragement, yes, oh God. God. Strengthen you, those Jesus. who are weak. Glory to God, let the weak say, I am strong. Oh, and yes. Father, we thank you, oh God, that as they decree the thing, you'll establish it, and we give you the praise for it. In the name of Jesus. Father, yes. we just say now that we love you. We bless you, O oh yes, God. Lord. We honor Thank you. you. We adore you, O oh God. As Paul said, we are not ashamed of the gospel and we are not ashamed to call you our God. Father, yes. we love you. We bless you. We praise you tonight. Yes. To you Thank we you give God. all glory. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.